not going too well, is it? What do you expect, Thorne? Look at the sneakers those guys are wearing. If our guys had sneakers like that, there's no telling what they could do. Man, where's the athletic director? Is it, isn't that that guy's job to be like making sure that this team is somewhat successful or is all their money going to football, the football program or something? Yeah, the athletic director needs to get on uh, player acquisition. I know it's a high school, but we can do better than this, can't this, we? This guy's blaming shoes over yeah. here and, and he's got like a, a four foot five point guard. I mean, no. like, I don't know. The coach might have a point about the shoes. I mean, that's that's besides the point, but well, you can have a, a five foot nothing point guard and a, I don't know, would you call him maybe a, a less than six foot, 300 pound power forward that you're setting yourself up for failure? <laughs> you need the wolf. You need a damn wolf on this team. He's blaming the shoes. He should be blaming the player, player acquisition, like you said. And he should be out there like Coach Jack Riley redrawing the state lines here to get yeah. some get some better guys on this team yeah. here. I don't, I don't want to get into this right away, but like, does the wolf need shoes? <laughs> We need to just imagine the wolf that. the wolf putting a sneaker on yeah you can't fit seems, too much it hair. seems unnecessary right you, you got to shave your feet yeah. to get he's your going, foot in there he's called barefoot i played basketball with a guy one time who played barefoot it was really weird i was always cringed every time he jumped <laughs> wouldn't you slip like his ankle I, I, his ankle never snapped i couldn't believe it <laughs> wouldn't you slip just from sweaty feet on the court <laughs> like you, that's <laughs> a good point <laughs> He never. He, should, he, was, he was a freak athlete. I don't it's know. It's like he's got ice skates on. Does he put chalk on his feet? He was one of those guys where he wasn't necessarily good at basketball, but he was like the best athlete on the floor. Man, I, I have so many questions. I have so yeah. many questions. But before yeah. we get to that, <laughs> welcome back to the Last Row Podcast. <laughs> this is episode one twenty four. If you're new to the show, thanks for joining us. As always, my name's Drew. Here with my good friend Badway. If you're looking for our website, thelastrowpodcast.com, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, all the social media channels at The Last Row Pod, Facebook. If you're enjoying the show and you're not subscribed, please consider subscribing on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And also check out our YouTube channel. Hit subscribe there. Leave some comments on this episode's page. Welcome back, Bad Way. I am excited to talk about this movie here today. These people that are listening to this podcast and not subscribing, you're getting away with it. But not for long. We're going to find you. Please. Subscribe. Hit the button. Leave hit us a five-star review. It's free. It'll make you feel good. It'll make us feel good. Please. Hit the damn button. Anyway, Drew the Teen Wolf, August 23rd, 1995. Hey. We're not. We're talking Teen Wolf 95, 85. 85. Not Teen Wolf 2022 on MTV. We're talking. Original. And they're making a new movie, I believe, too. Too many. Too many wolves. Too many wolves. Runtime, one hour, 34 minutes, Drew. Uh, <laughs> fantasy comedy, coming of age tale? It, I think it is a coming of age tale. Coming of wolf tale. Coming of wolf. Those, Directed by yeah. Rod Daniel. What else did Rod Daniel do, Drew? He flew to Nebraska to find out what it's like to be teenagers partying, according to IMDb.com. I mean, he, he <laughs> I bought no some, idea. He bought some kids some beers uh, while researching the role here, but no, he didn't do anything. This guy, he's got, this guy's a TV director. Uh, this may have killed his career. Um, <laughs> you I, think it that did way? A, I think he did the Jim Belushi dog movie. I think it's called Canine. I think he did that. Oh, is that the one where he's a cop? Yeah, like, something the, like that. The cop yeah. and the dog cop or yeah. whatever. Buddy, buddy comedy film so, with a cop So this, dog? Guy, this guy's got a got a canine fetish, does he not? He does. He's doing, he's doing Teen Wolf. He's doing canine. This guy's all about, does he, did he do Air Bud? We don't know. A coming we'll, of we'll dog tale. We'll have to look him up. 
IMDb 6.1 out of 10. That's about right. I think it's a little low. It's, it's about right. Tomato for 42%. Probably too low. Too low. Metacritic 48%. That's about right. It's too low. Maybe it's right. I don't maybe know. It's about, who knows? Metacritic. Letterboxd 2.9 out of 5. Was it good? Kind of not really. Did you like it? Absolutely. I did like it. I don't, I, I, I don't recall watching this a ton growing up and i feel like this one is probably an accurate score because people have a nostalgia factor for this movie i liked it but i it it was good and i liked it definitely cult classic territory for sure what high school nerd nerd is he a nerd i don't know if he's a nerd i would argue maybe just a average guy average guy yeah (laughs) when high school average guy he gets excited when he gets the a as the wolf so it makes me think that he was not getting a's as regular scott yeah. So nerd is not the word. Uh, whoever <laughs> nerd is the word. Nerd is not the word. Scott Howard learns from his father, Harold, that being a werewolf runs in the family. Oh, you know, it's just, you know, one of those things that runs in the family. He decides to take advantage of his freakish trait. Whoa. With the <laughs> They're going to throw that hard whoa, F out there. Whoa. With his newfound strength and agility, Scott quickly becomes the hero of the school's basketball team while winning over longtime crush, Pamela Wells. As he grows more popular, Scott worries he is being celebrated as a novelty rather than for who he is. Rated R. I think it should have said as he grows hairier. Scott as he grows worries. hairier. <laughs> He's, and he kind of was a novelty, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I mean we'll get his, into that. But. Yeah, his friend sold him for sure. Sold him all the popularity, but we'll get into that. I think into this that. movie is not bringing the heat with the taglines here. You, no. you be the judge of that, but there's two, and I think that they're both pretty only, weak. Only two. Michael J. Fox is back from the future in a new comedy. That doesn't even make sense. Like you're not that? allowed to yeah, use that's... the other movies. Yeah, this is like, not in that world. In your thing, get out of here. I don't with like this. it. I don't like get it at all. Out. That's delete. Read it. Cross it off. I need a buzzer right now. Yeah. All right. He always wanted to be special, but he never expected this. With an exclamation point. Is that how you say it? Let me, can I, let, me, let me try it. He always wanted to be special, but he never expected this. This. They should have been, they should have had like this with like an asterisk or, yeah. or italics there. So I remember this was on the poster. Like I remember that being on the poster. Was it on the VHS phrase. tape too? Yeah. I remember that phrase with him with like, he's like popping open his sports jacket, his leather yeah. jacket. Like I remember that. And it's not good. It's not really good, is it? <laughs> not very good, is it? I don't think he wants to be special. Does he want to be? No, special? he just he just well, wants he, to. He wants Pamela or whatever. He wants to is. move out of this town. I mean, that's a classic. Like, uh, I can't wait to get out of this town. Like, get out of that, Bali, uh, man. Uh, yeah, let's get out of Bali. <laughs> that's but what he needs. He just needs to get out. You know, take a trip. I don't know. You know they they could have yeah. they could have done a little bit better here. But yeah. you know what? They did well on. They do well. Making that money bad way. They oh. made they made some money. So Ching. $4 million budget because all they did was have like a school gymnasium, basically. That's about it. Yeah. And they turned this thing around to 80 mil at that time. Hmm. It's, it's pretty damn good. Thank Don't God for so? Back to the Future, right? Yeah. Oh, which this one was came? released. This was released after Back to the Future. They were, that's I think I they were filmed very, very similarly timed. But this came out after Back to the Future was a hit. And Michael J. Fox was on Family Ties at the time. Yeah. So I, I saw something in the trivia where it said his popularity grew as the movie was being filmed, and especially from the show, and he had to have like higher security by the end of this thing. 
So it was interesting, but that's a pretty, pretty damn good return on investment there. If I, if I do say so myself, let me, let me ask you this. I mean, about Michael J. Fox, I feel like he rides the coattails of back to the future and family ties. You think so? A little, a little too much. Can you name me another Michael J. Fox movie besides a Back to the Future movie? Uh, Teen Wolf. <laughs> right, right. Because they're so good. Yeah, I yeah, mean, but it's like you talk about one hit wonder, though, right? I mean, he's oh, I fine. Mean, like he's a, good actor. All right, that's a little bit of a diss. Well, I take it back. I take it back immediately. All right, here, hold on. Look, I'm not trying to hate on Michael J. Fox. I, I love him actually. I think he's really man, good. Man, th- this is this is getting a little heated here. This is a spicy, yeah. spicy. Yeah. I. I just it just came to me that like he's not in a lot of things, is well, he? That that's recognizable you know, or memorable, I should say. I'll, I'll name a couple. So so what, what were the two you said? You said Back to the Future. No, Back to the Future or this movie, right. obviously. Family right. ties. Like all what right. else did so, he do? All right, Back to the Future two. Back to the Future three. No, I'm not. I said <laughs> no. I I know a couple, but like I don't know. I feel like the average person might not know. You said Back to the Future, so you know I get a, the, the, a the franchise. Here. No, no franchise. I gotcha. Well, no, you're right. And I don't, at Spin City, he was on TV, I guess. And that was a, a while he was on yeah. that. But All right. Well, you name something. Okay. That's fair. There you go. I don't, I don't know of a lot of like, and I'm probably going to be like flamed on this no, here for. Because, because of the answer, I, the only reason I asked, because I knew the answer is the answer is not many things. All right. Like he's, he's acted, but like they're not memorable. So I'm on his IMDb page right now. And you know when it says known for? It puts yeah. a four quadrant. So it's, he's known for Back to the Future. Back to the Future 2, Spin City, and The Frighteners, which I've never yeah. actually seen. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Doc Hollywood is one that I know he's in. He plays, yeah. you know, he's, he's Ben Stone. And Life with Mikey, which is like one of those forgettable act with a kid type movie. But like, that's kind of it, though. Isn't it I'm going to say that it. I am a fan, and Back to the Future is one of my favorite all-time like series ever, yeah. and I love it. And I love and, him, and I think he's he's not in enough. Yeah. And he's great. No, he's great in that, in this, and in everything that you know I've seen him in. But it just seems like why didn't he become more? Is he just typecast as like this kind of small guy? I guess he was also so he was in Mars Attacks, which is great. And then you know the that's other thing that part. he was in, yeah, that's a bit part. He yeah. was in Homeward Bound. He was the voice yeah. of Chance, which I remember as yeah. a kid. And he was the voice of Stuart Little, which I love. Yes, I love which Stuart is Little. great. I mean, I'm on his his page right now, and he's got some good stuff. But you're right, like criminally underrated. And yeah, in Curb Your Enthusiasm, he was incredible. In, in yeah. what was it, season uh, seven or something? I forgot which number it was. But he yeah, was and I know, I know, that. he got a disease. Too. Does he have Parkinson's? Is that what it he is? He had a, I think it's Parkinson's or MS. I want to say MS. Yeah. So it's like yeah, obviously like his the later career certainly, but like it just seems odd to me that he wasn't bigger because he is good. I, I didn't bring this up to knock him. I brought this up to like. It's kind of an oddity that is that his uh his his filmography doesn't have more bangers on it. Parkinson's, you're right. I I don't mean to miscategorize that. No, it's fine. What are you? What he was? What he was? Dad, you don't know. You don't know. What are you supposed to know? No, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was odd that he just wasn't in more like major things. You know, I agree with you. Under you know underused, underused, maybe underappreciated. Michael J. Fox because he was great in this. Obviously, and this is our first yeah. Michael J. Fox movie. We we are you? A, let me ask you this: Are you Back yeah. to the Future fan? Oh, uh, well, the biggest. Okay, the, I didn't one know of, one of the one of. I the mean, biggest. I've known you for what like a lo- very long time right now, and yeah. I know you like the movie, but I didn't know is that something that we could do on this show at some point? I don't know. Maybe it's too holy so. grail. Like I even I even love the third, and I hate the westerns. third is one of my favorites. I, I hate westerns, third. and I love the third. So man, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something yeah. crazy. 
What do you say? I kind of like the third one the best right now. Oh, man. Two's the, the best. First is the, Sports the, Almanac. The two's first the is the best because it's obviously the most classic, but the, the third one is criminally underrated. It's so good. Like, yeah. But two is amazing. Third one is most underrated for sure, but I like two the best. Two, two was the one that was never on TV. They would always show one and three, and then all of a sudden now two is the only one that they show. Yeah. But they maybe, do show one two day, a lot now. Yeah. maybe one day we'll, we'll have to do this. So. Yeah. Sure. I'm in. All right, Drew. So back to the movie here. We're talking about Teen Wolf. And uh, our boy Scott, Michael J. Fox, he's finds himself turning into a werewolf, getting uh, all sorts of changes to his body. Hair right. where there's never been hair before, Drew. And he doesn't know what to do. He's becoming, you know, a little insecure, you know, especially below the belt. Is there anything he can do to kind of like, because he's trying, he's, he's about to go on dates, you know, he might get a little frisky down there. What should, what could he be doing to clean himself up, Drew? I know what I would do. You've got to, you got to take that off. I mean, he's trying to hook up with some of these girls. Like, I mean, that's, unless they like that sort of thing. No, they don't like that sort of thing. Not below the belt, man. You got to clean it up down there. And I know he's got hair all over the place, Drew. I know this. But, you know, sometimes if there's a lot of hair down there, objects are smaller than they appear. And I think that's what, <laughs> why he's being so insecure about turning in, into a werewolf. Right, Drew? Like, what, what's he going to do? Hey, I'm excited to tell you that I've got something for him. We've got something for him. We've even got a discount for him. Hey, man, support for the Last Row podcast is now being brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Scott Scott could get a thing or two here. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the performance package. I've got it. You've got it. Join us and 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% 20% off and free worldwide shipping if you use our code LASTROW at manscaped.com. Let's talk about this. Now, now listen, Drew. Um, I'm going to share something with the audience. I'm going to overshare real quick. I've been a little gun shy lately about using trimmers down there because, you know, I've been cut. I've, I've been harmed. I've been harmed. You've and been harmed? <laughs> when you've been harmed down there trying to improve yourself, you get a little gun shy and you're like, eh. Maybe I'll leave it go. Yeah. You don't want to leave it go. And that's why I was happy that Manscaped sent us this uh this lawnmower 4.0. I was able to use it. Regained my confidence, Drew. No nicks, no cuts. It was very easy to use. Had a little light on there. 4,000 LED spotlight. So you can you can do it in the dark, Drew. I mean, I wouldn't recommend I wouldn't recommend that. You would but <laughs> you one could if they were adventurous enough. But no, yeah. I don't worry about the nicks anymore because this thing is just so easy to use. Hey, man, we've all been there. I've been there too. Lots of, <laughs> lots of bad times there. But this, this has changed it for me. This has changed it for me. So you get the Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped. And let me tell you, it is a game changer. You get not only the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. Get your confidence back in that area. We also have the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. Pro- crop Preserver Ball Deodorant Trimmer. <laughs> Crop Reviver Toner. You need to revive your crop, Drew. You have the Crop Reviver Toner. They also throw in a pair of performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold all of your goodies. Drew, I believe you do need that nose hair trimmer. Do you not? I do. I got nose hair out, out the out the nose. <laughs> <laughs> nose well, out the that, nose. That's what they were banking on, Drew. That's, that's why they gave it to you. So, so, so it gets out of your nose. And it works great. <laughs> And I'm not even kidding what I'm saying. It is the greatest ball trimmer that I have ever had, this lawnmower 4.0, because I'm serious, lacking confidence in that department. I'm gun shy. I don't I don't want to be I don't want to get hurt again, Drew. I've been hurt too many times. 
It's the fourth generation trimmer featuring a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to the advanced skin safe technology, Drew. How about that advanced skin safe technology? And, and as I said, it's 4.0 with a waterproof and 4,000K LED spotlight. Like I said, you do it in the dark. I wouldn't do it in the dark, but one could try <laughs> <laughs> for the most precise shave you could get in that area. Dude, let me tell you about the spotlight. Like that's something that you don't know you need until you get it and you use it. And it's like, wow, they should put this on more things. Yep. And again, because the because the thing is waterproof, no more mess, no more clean up on the bathroom floor. Take it in the shower. I'm not saying submerge the thing, but I'm saying <laughs> get yourself in the bathtub, you know, zip, zap, zoom, and off you go. No clean. The only thing that's going to be clean looking is your below the belt area. Drew, how could they find this product. Let me tell you what, by the way, Valentine's Day is coming up. It's February right now. If you're looking for something for your significant other or maybe even yourself, check it out. Go to manscaped.com, get 20% off free shipping with our promo code last row. That's L A S T R O W at manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping. Use our code, unlock your confidence, and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And by doing this, you're going to help our show out and help yourself out, regain your confidence, like Badway was saying. So we're talking about Teen Wolf. Let's let's talk about being a werewolf. Let's let's talk a little bit about personal changes. Ooh. And and I'm gonna ask you some questions and maybe we can think about what you would do, Badway. How would you handle finding out that you're turning into a werewolf? Would this shock you, as the clickbait would say? Would oh, it yeah, shake I, you to I, your I, core? I, I would take it much worse than our boy Scott here did, that's for sure. I probably wouldn't leave the house. I'd probably become a shut-in, a recluse. I'd need, you know, tons of therapy, counseling, one-on-ones with dad, pick <laughs> his brain, see what a werewolf's like. You know what I mean? Let, let, let's put our friendship to the test. He told his buddy Styles like, right away. Would yeah. you tell me? What, Absolutely would you, not. You wouldn't? <laughs> I wouldn't judge you. I promise. I, I, I feel like maybe you would. I, I mean, it's all in my head, right? I know that you probably you'd be fine. Doesn't matter what kind of what kind of uh, monster I was. Do I look you'd, you'd judgmental here? I like no, dogs. I had sure. a dog growing up. Wow, you, know? you just you know, if you're gonna compare me to a dog, I mean that's that's disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, aren't they? I was a wolf as a dog, or is a is a dog a wolf? Like one way, like it's a canine ish being. <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm not saying you're is a my werewolf, dog. Is a werewolf a dog? As in, like a lion is a cat? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What is a bear? Like I've always thought about that. Like, what the hell is a bear? A bear is definitely a dog. Like a bear if, is a bear, even, even if it's not scientifically anything. It's a dog to me. I don't know what the hell it is, but I, <laughs> I but I could say that like if you were turning into a werewolf, I wouldn't try to make money off of your situation, and I could yeah, say that I with would, confidence. I would hope not. Would you like? Would you like tell a therapist? I think or you a doctor, could, or a but doctor. then they might send you to like a psych ward or... That's my to, worry. You'd have to transform in front of them. It, it's not psych ward because they they believe you because you do it in front of them. But like, I'm afraid I would end up in a, some kind of science lab or something just locked away yeah. to be studied by science forever, you know? That's the realistic outcome of this movie. The second the people find out in the school, they're not letting him play basketball. They're sending yeah. him to like Area 51 yeah. or something. It's it's like TMNT where like Splinter's like disappointed that the turtles are like going out in public, right? Yeah. Like the dad has had, had a, done a great job of keeping this a secret, right? And his son's out there just surfing on cars and <laughs> playing playing basketball. <laughs> Trying to hook up with, with girls. Yeah. 
being in the school play, being the wolf. And dad's like, dude, low profile, man. His dad was so disappointed in him too. Like I felt yeah. the disappointment through the screen. Yeah. I So, but what about like, you know, if the guy thought you were doing some type of Hollywood makeup or something, like who's that guy that you talk about? Tom Savini? Like Tom, what? Tom Savini? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. He's, he's the guy where if you need a decapitation. Oh, not, not he, a he's your guy. Like he's the, he's a blood guy. Okay. So he's not a werewolf I, guy. I don't think he's a werewolf mask guy. No. <laughs> Why, like, well, you didn't like, you didn't like his look? No, I liked it, but it, it definitely, I prefer that than c- crappy CG for sure. Yeah. Or some type of like weird mask. Like it was more prosthetic than mask. And I like yeah. that better. I feel yeah, like it, it actually blended pretty good. It reminded me a lot of, uh, of thriller, right? Yes. Like you ever see the behind the scenes, the making of thriller yes. where they have where they have Michael in the, in the chair. Maybe it's like, the same guy. It could be. Yeah, Maybe the same makeup well, people. They yeah. did the it thriller was, dance, didn't they? It's right around the same time. 85 thriller was out in 84. So yeah, I should have checked that on IMDb there, but I, I got the yeah. moratorium. I'm not allowed. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's yeah. a violation. No. What, uh, what about like being a werewolf, right? So he's a werewolf. Obviously the, the first thing you're going to think about is, is vampires too. There's no vampires in this movie, but would you rather turn into a werewolf or a vampire? Now, we never did Twilight here, but oh. I'm curious what your answer is. Werewolf, because vampires are like are eternally cursed, Drew. They're like, who wants undead. that? Who wants that? Who wants to be alive for thousands Forever? of years? <laughs> Nobody wants that, really. Maybe the that's billionaires a, do. That's a curse. That is a yeah, curse, man. Well, and plus, like, if you're a vampire, like, you have to turn other people into vampires, right? And you yeah, need to feed? You have to feed. You have to kill people. Like, well, if you don't have to kill people, you just have to control control your temper a little bit. That's all you got to do. I, I wasn't really understanding. Like, does this ru- only run in the family? So you can't turn somebody else into a... What are the werewolf rules? Like, are, is there a rule to being a werewolf? I don't think if a werewolf bites someone, they turn... That doesn't work. Like, it's not like vampires. We're not in, like, underworld territory. But yeah, I was a little disappointed that, like, there was no explanation as to why this... Is this, is this the only werewolf family? Are there more? Or is it just this bloodline? You know, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you find out what in the sequel, his cousin. You you mentioned to me, yeah, is, his is cousin is too? in the sequel. It's a Jason Bateman. It's a whole thing. Whatever <laughs> movie sucks. Uh, maybe I, I forget about that movie. Like, they might explain more of the lore, but I don't know. I wish we kind of got that here. We didn't get it. What about the transformation? Do you think this is a painful transformation? Like he was going through basically puberty. It was like almost like express speed puberty. Yeah. No. I don't think so because like he seemed to like be able to do it on a, at a moment's notice, like when he was able to control it. So I feel like it's just like, yeah, it's kind of like no big deal. I was impressed with how quickly he learned to control this. Like when he yeah. was showing styles, what styles says, wait, so you can do that whenever you want. Yeah. Sometimes even when I don't want to. Yeah. I can do it whenever I want. And also sometimes when I can't help it. Hey man, there's a lot of puberty vibes in this is is all I'll say on that. It it goes off. It goes off. It goes off. That's all I'll say. What what about the, the, the look of him with the hairy arms and legs? Was he werewolf enough for you? Was, was he, was he too much, too much werewolf, too much, (laughs) too high? No, I think we both had the same nitpick about his face. What are those little strands of hair on his, on his high cheeks? Right? It's like almost the bottom eyelashes were long or something, yeah. you know, as if his eyelashes were. It's like if he were crying hair. That's what it is. <laughs> right. I don't know what's worse, that hair or the hair from the guy from Speed, the bus driver. You always called it skeleton, oh, yeah. corpse skeleton hair. hair. Oh, man. <laughs> said corpse hair. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this, right? So 
the the family, I guess, is the reason why he's got this. So it's in the it's in the bloodline, as you mentioned. Yeah. We gotta talk about his dad because we have a lot of bad fathers on this show. I would argue that this guy is actually a good father. Well, what do best. you think? One of the best fathers, right? I think it's a good thing that he tried to keep it a secret, right? Do you agree? I do. He tried to keep it a secret, and I think it's very difficult to be in that guy's position. Yeah. Like, do you think it was a violation that he didn't tell him until he turned no, into one? Because so you don't. There, he said there was a chance that it would skip a generation that he would not even turn into one. So why... Why worry his teenage son with the possibility of becoming a, a vamp, uh, a, I'm sorry, a werewolf when you could just like wait and see, right? My, my question is how the hell did he avoid turning into one himself? And when he finally did, he actually looked like a dad werewolf, didn't he? He yeah, had like was, the button nice. shirt, he had the hair, the glasses were a nice touch. <laughs> Although I feel like if you're a werewolf, wouldn't you have like a heightened sense of sight? Yeah. You wouldn't need the glasses. Maybe it's they're like, maybe they're maybe they're for um, what you call it uh, for fashion only, right? It's like when Spider Man Peter Parker turns in and then he, he puts the glasses on and they're actually blurry. Like he doesn't yeah. need them anymore. Uh, th- I mean, this is a lot of Spider Man parallel. I mean, really. they even said that with yeah. great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. They dropped the line in there too. Yeah, but how did he avoid showing him for so long? I mean, he he tried to coach him on the power, like, so he's clearly been doing this for a long time. Like I- like I don't, I don't want to get too personal into your personal life. Do you ever like walk into your dad in the shower or something? It's like I mean, when like, you're young. like what if like yeah, when you're really young, like what if like that would have been a sight for a five year old to like accidentally walk in on your dad in the bathroom and your dad's just like all all hairy and he's a werewolf. Then it's like, but you might just think, oh well, that's just adults. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that'll happen to me. One I guess day. as a very little kid, maybe yeah. maybe that is. But I I'm blown away. Where, where's the mom? Yeah. Because there's a mom theme throughout this where she, she's, she's not around, right? She died. She died. She died. I didn't know. Like, I didn't know what happened died to her. Died by didn't what? Really say. Silver bullet? Stake to the heart? Like, Maybe. how did she die? So was she a werewolf or was it only on the dad? Like, did they come together as oh, werewolf people? father's side. Good question. It's almost like it was in the the paternal, like the you father's side. I thought that she was also a werewolf, but now that I'm thinking about it, no, she probably wasn't. She got into him because he was a werewolf, maybe. Father's side, yeah. She, was, she thought it was hot. Because she she did say that when he yeah. was with Principal Thorne, he went after yeah. him and made the guy pee and yep. poo his pants, essentially, yep. is what he said. So, you know, there there is that whole rivalry with Thorne, right? Because he was going after, so Thorne is the principal, and yep. it was this weird vibe that the principal's given off Michael J. Fox the whole movie. This guy, apparently the dad, turned into a werewolf at one point when he was going after his wife, and the principal liked him too. Yeah. So- Maybe that's when she liked him and she fell for him because of that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's like what like she knew that he was the one when he stood up for him for her <laughs> and he turned to that werewolf and it, it excited yeah. her and scared her at the same time. I just hope that like, you know, she didn't die by accidental mauling in the bedroom or something yeah, like that. Like when, accidental werewolf. That, that would be an explanation you'd have to give the cops and your son, really. Uh, yeah. You, I me agree. and your mother, we were, you know, we were in the bedroom and love each other very much, but She's got like bite marks, like when he scratched the girl in the closet. Got a little too excited. That's why I tell you, son, please control it, please, because, you know, accidents can happen. No, but uh, before we move on, uh, you mentioned Thorn, the the principal. So when, this means nothing to do with anything, but when Scott gets his confidence, right, and he's kind of like strutting through the high school hallways, and he's, you know, Thorn's giving him the whole, I'm watching you, son, that kind of thing. He like fixes his suit for him, right? You know, he like touches up the lapels and then the tie 
that is like a top five dickish thing you can do to someone. Yeah. That's kind of like a an ownership tactic, if you will, to like fix up a guy's suit and tie. I mean, it's up there with like eating an apple or snapping gum, that kind of thing. <laughs> like the coach. Or, or calling someone chief, you know? Yeah. It's, that, that, that's right up there, you know? You know the reaction to that? The reaction is how the werewolf gets the red eyes. Yeah, with yeah. a nuclear explosion in the eyeball. That's what that yeah. guy should have been doing. Oh, yeah. I'd be furious if someone if someone comes up to me and starts like jabberjawing me like that, fixing my suit and tie. I'm going to push the guy back. I'm yeah. at least going to push him. Yeah, you, you need off, to. Touch me, bro. Get off me, bro. Touch me. But if you're going to push a werewolf, you're risking getting your ass kicked. So like, what are this guy's powers? Like, what are, did they really go over it? You, what what are your perception of, of the werewolf well, powers I mean, in this first, werewolf universe? First and foremost, basketball, right? I mean, that's yeah. really, his powers, are, his powers are basketball. He became Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess you go strength, you go agility. Agility is one, strength two, you know, sense of smell is huge, right? Sense of hearing, maybe too much. Could be yeah. weakness. Could be weakness. The thing that caught my eye was that he got an A on the test as the werewolf. And he seemed surprised about it. Intelligence. Like, yeah. He seemed surprised and, and like overly proud of it. But to make me think that like he didn't get A's in the past as, as a human, right? So does it like does it help your brain? It must. I mean, maybe maybe you get a super but, sense of intelligence. I mean, I, I don't mean to like downplay like werewolves, but like you think of them as beasts, right? Not intelligent. <laughs> I'm just thinking about back when we were doing the mummy and we talked about the beast of burden. <laughs> I don't know why. I know that's a deep cut if you're yeah. if you're a new listener, but if you're an old yeah. listener, you know what I'm talking about. The beast I mean, of burden. Subvert my expectations, Scott the Wolf, right? Because I'm expecting an F on that on that paper because he's got <laughs> werewolf brain, right? He's got <laughs> He's too busy thinking about those girls, man. That's yeah. what he's thinking about. Not yeah. the test, but I guess yeah, you know. He should have bought beer as a werewolf. That's what he should have done. Well, he did kind of, right? We'll talk about, we have to get to that, but we have to talk about it. But no, well, he didn't really have any weaknesses, did he? Outside of the dog whistle. That's really it. Like what were his weaknesses? He's almost superhuman. Yeah. Well, my thing is like when he's playing basketball, right? Like how sweaty did those guys get playing basketball? Like imagine the hair, like how wet the hair was. They're going to be tripping, tripping on the floor. That's why he was scoring so much. Nobody wanted to touch him. (laughs) <laughs> and I bet he smelled real bad too. As he well. just inherently stinks. Yeah. No, you know what the other team should have done? They should have got the dog whistle. They should have got somebody oh, at the game to just wow. blow the dog whistle. Like that kid should have yep. paid off where the kid in the, in the store, they yep. should have absolutely done that. And it could have won the game, Dude. especially when he's shooting free throws. And you can't say that's cheating because it's a freaking werewolf. The werewolf's already yeah. cheating. Or, it's absolutely, or, or, or one could argue anyway. Well, that well, I want to argue that. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about the basketball team and the basketball game, right? So there's there's yeah. a team. We'll talk about some of the players, but just outright, is it unfair to have a werewolf playing on your basketball team? You play pickup basketball. What if you were yeah. playing against a, a werewolf? How would you feel about like, that? Is here's that the thing. Here's the thing. I would let him play, but I'd be muttering stuff out of my breath the entire game. This guy's a fur- like, oh, I guess we're now we're now we're letting werewolves play. I mean, yeah, real, real fair. I mean, if you're gonna have a werewolf on one team, there should be a werewolf on another on the other team. Make it fair, right? <laughs> no, it's not fair. It's a it's a violation. And and look, this could turn into like you know inclusion, which like I don't want to I don't want to exclude werewolves, right? But like I feel like it's just clearly unfair. It's clearly it's a beast. <laughs> literally a beast how's it the moon 
Yeah, this is this guy is a beast. He's scoring like fifty points a game, right? Like, yeah. is he scoring triple doubles like every yeah. game? What's what's yeah, this guy's stat sheet? I don't know, man. But after a while, the teammate starts getting frustrated. He becomes a ball hog, right? He gets too <laughs> confident and he turns into cocky. He's dribbling which, around people. Yeah, it's yeah, like man. boring. Yeah. It's really boring. Well, the coach doesn't give a crap about this. I mean, we you guys heard him already. What do you think of this coach? Oh, man. The, I, I love that guy. Me man. too. I mean, I like this oh, guy a lot. We, we put him in the beginning because we had to put him in because like, we, had to, we had to figure a way to get him in the episode. He, guys, he just does not give a shit about anything. Really, like He wants to win, but he really doesn't care. Dude. He wants to care about the kids, but he doesn't care at all about the kids. I know. He's just living his life. I know we just did the awards. So just mark this down, write the ballot for 2023. This guy is yeah. already in the category for yeah. that guy performance. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's awesome. Yeah. yeah, way better than he had any right. He didn't have to be good at this, but he, he was. was so good. Yeah. And, and, and I dare I say, and I, and I hate to say this, but I'm going to be really real about myself. Yeah. I feel like this could have been me in another life. You think so? Yeah. Coaching so high just school like, basketball? To be a coach of high school basketball, but not really care. <laughs> and 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 not that I wouldn't care to the point where the kids would suffer, but like to the point where I, I would be selfish and not really care about what they're going through. They're not improving, but you're yeah. not like beating them down, but you're also right. not helping yeah. them. You're kind yes. of in the middle. Yeah. Like I like I consider them a waste of my time, but I but I actually have no other but like things. Them. But I have no other things going on. So it's like selfish. You know what I mean? It's, it's your hobby. Yeah. <laughs> your hobby is coaching yeah. high school basketball. I could see this being me. And I, I hate to say it, but it's true. Most of most people that coach high school basketball, it's their passion, yeah. not a hobby. But it's like a right. hobby for this dude. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, I guess I'll do this. Yeah. What do you think of this guy's motivational techniques? He's blaming the shoes, as you heard. What what, yeah. what else is this guy doing? Does he do anything? I don't think he does anything. No, he tries to forfeit. I mean, basically, he tries, that's he, he it. tries to forfeit. He's getting blown up by fifty points a game, and then when he gets a werewolf on his team, and the werewolf doesn't show up, he asks, "Where's the werewolf?" Yeah, the werewolf's carrying this guy. I mean, it, look at the other people on the team. There's there's one guy on there that's pretty good, but these guys yeah. are like District 5 levels of yeah. Mighty Ducks bad. So I have a theory that this coach is so bad that there's probably good basketball players in the school that just don't want to play because there's no plays being drawn up. The guy doesn't care, right? He's trying to forfeit. Like <laughs> He's not helping the team get better. His yeah. and, uh, and I'm just going to, from a basketball player's point of view, I play basketball a lot. I'm not great at it or anything, but I like I know the game. Michael J. Fox can't dribble. It's obvious. Like him, I can the dribble actor, better than him. Like I read a little bit about like he wasn't good at basketball. Like self admittedly, he he would he would say he's not good at basketball, and he had a couple of weeks to like try to get decent at it for these clips. But he's you could tell he's looking down at the ball. He's dribbling very gingerly. Like anyone who plays knows, like this kid does not know how to dribble a basketball let alone shoot. Most actors are committed to the role. And I feel like in, if you make this movie now, they're going to put a guy through basketball drill school, not a yeah. couple weeks of trying to dribble and, well, and make some shots, foul shots. Come on, man. Short budget. They don't care. They don't but is care. this a basketball movie? Maybe, maybe it's more a coming of age. Teen it's a good question. Movie. It's, it's borderline a basketball movie, but it is not. I feel like there's just few enough scenes for it to not be considered a sports movie. Yeah. You know, it's not about winning the yeah. championship. It's about him becoming more comfortable with himself. Yeah. But and yeah, your basketball is the vehicle for that. Yes, right. It's like point guard, six, five foot, nothing. Can't shoot, can't dribble, you know, undersized. Their power forward is a 300 pound man, <laughs> right? Their center is, is the only good player on the team, but he needs to be fed the ball. 
it's not like, you know, today in 2023 where you got Joel Embiid dribble the ball up court. Like he can't like this is 1985. Sanders yeah. didn't do that back then. So he needs someone to pass him the ball. Scott can't get him the ball. Can't yeah. get him the ball. What's I mean, he to man, do? You got the guy who stole Pee Wee's bike on this team. Yeah, it's Francis. Francis. <laughs> You're right. They didn't. The center was pissed. He wanted to play and they wouldn't even yeah. let him do anything. No, can't get him the ball because he can't dribble the court because freaking point guard can't dribble. What other sports do you think a werewolf would be good at? Like, is, is it anyone? Don't even get me started about Scott shooting free throws while jumping. I can't. I can't with that. But no. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on. I would think football, linebacker first. Linebacker? Yeah, safety linebacker. But honestly. Killing people? You know what he should do? Center field baseball. He would track down every fly ball. <laughs> Doesn't matter where it is. Like you talk about a game of fetch, Drew. But I feel like his talents would be wasted on baseball because wasted. he's waiting. He's waiting for the ball to come to yeah. him versus taking the Dude, football and just like it running for touchdowns. Where the ball is hit on the field, he's fast enough to go get it though. So he could be a one man, one man infield outfield. He's just yeah. everything center field and like he'll, he'll let him go play fetch. Drew, they'll just have one fielder. Yeah, completely. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, football, baseball for sure. I mean, what do you think? I think hockey would be good, but I don't know if werewolf can skate. Maybe I don't think werewolves can skate. I don't maybe know. that's his think? only weakness. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he can. I don't know. Like, can Ice you imagine skating. his? Can you imagine his furry feet like in the in the skates? It's like, impossible. <laughs> he can't. He doesn't have skates. He's yeah. got to shave his feet. Yeah, he can't get them in. I don't see it. And then he gets into a fight, and like guys are grabbing his hair. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, I think that's that's the bad part about football because yeah. you pull, you can pull people. It's like the guys yeah. with the dreads. You can pull their hair. Football, the hair is a is a, a prop. It's like a jersey thing. You can yeah. pull it. Basketball, you're not really allowed to do that. So I guess right. that's that's why he's good at basketball. Yeah, at baseball, nobody touches anybody. So it's it's right. whatever, right? Like basketball is a contact sport, but like they call fouls for over, overt excess contact. Yeah. So it's the perfect thing. Yeah. What about uh in Teen Wolf Two, the sequel? The guy's a boxer. Yeah, that's unfair. Is I that mean, that's, unfair? That's like you could kill somebody. That's legally. just murder. Legal murder. Talk That's legalized murder. murder. Yeah. yeah, MMA. He would he would yeah. murder somebody. Oh, MMA. oh my god, MMA is even worse. But see if he's doing MMA and he's a wolf, are you like tempted to bite somebody? Yeah, you can't bite in MMA though. That's not allowed. But if you're grap, I'm, no, I'm saying you can't bite. Yeah. But would he bite because he's grappled oh, up with does, somebody? Does he get like too into it's too it? Too tempted, you know. Yeah. Whereas basketball, you're not even yeah. in the situation. You're not going like, to do that. Could he do WWE? Like you know. Yeah, that would be had. a char- that would be a character, wouldn't oh, it? Like man, he, he would starts be the best. he starts off as Scott, right? And like it's almost like a hulking up type thing, and like the fans would go nuts. Yeah, like, get I can Vince see on it. it. I can see it right now. Get call Vince somebody on call it. Vince. Somebody call Vince. You see, you won't have to sell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the school and the high school and the social hierarchy of this thing, and just the mm. idea of having a guy that turns into a werewolf at your school. Yeah. Is this like gonna be? Is this going to be a weird thing for you? Are you watching a werewolf walk down the halls of your school and you yeah. just want to give him a high five? That's what I, I'm part of the reason why I love this movie is the absurdity is that like he just turns into the werewolf and is totally accepted by everyone. In fact, he's the most popular kid in school, almost like the same as Encino Man, where Link was the most popular kid in school and he's a freaking caveman. I don't know. I, I Again, I, I talk about being inclusive. I would like to think that I would be cool with the werewolf walking around school, but no, I, I, I worry about school safety and someone getting mauled, right? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because nobody seems to care. And you use Encino Man, there's a lot of parallels to that, which is another episode that we did, go check it out. But it's a novelty almost in a way, instead of 
like a fear or something that's scaring people. They they yeah. just don't really care. He's he's cool. It's a celebrity. Yeah, it's almost like a celebrity. Right. But what about Scott? Was Scott cool or a geek or just nothing? Like I you know, you talk I, about yeah. clicks and stuff in high school. He was hard to read for me. This is this is an 80s movie that's very confusing because usually the social lines are drawn very clearly in 80s high school movies, right? Yeah. You got the cool kids, you got the jocks, you got the nerds, you got the geeks, you got the stoners, you got the burnouts, whatever it may be. But this is like I thought Scott and his friend Styles were were geeks, but then they go to the house party and like Styles is the life of the party. He right? really is. He was doing yeah. what whipped cream wrestling yeah. or something. It was weird. And, like, and everyone knows Scott. Like the, like he doesn't get the girl obviously right away until he gets a werewolf. But like aside from his best friend Boof, but people know him and like him, and people know and like uh, the big guy Francis too. What's his name? Chubbs. Chubb. Chubb. Yeah. People like him. It feels like there are no geeks or nerds in this school. Like it seems like everybody likes everybody. Yeah, it was really like a blended social class. There really yeah. wasn't much of anything. I got the only thing that stood out to me was like was their friend the guy with styles, he seemed a little standoffish with Scott. Lenny but I don't or Larry know. or Lenny. Yeah, it was almost like he was jealous of him or scared of him or something yeah. was off. It was, it was just I think a it little was scared. Odd. I think it was scared. But they didn't go anywhere with it in the movie. Yeah, I don't know. It's just there's weird and what do you think of that house party, by the way? What, how would you rate that? We did Can't Hardly Wait. We did She's All yeah. That. Like, where does that rank on house parties? I mean, I'm all Astro about podcast fame here. I I don't like parties that it's just talking because I'm not yeah. a talker. I'm not a small talker. You know that. And, you know, I blab on this show, but like, no, get me in a social setting at a party. I'm looking for the back quarter to, to, to the lounge in. I like when there's like a game or an event going on at a party like, like this cream jello wrestling, whatever the hell is going on in this party. I would love to be in that room where it's Making like out in the closet. Yeah. It's like they got a game going on. They they're picking numbers. You have to do this. You have to do that. That to me, that's fun. At least there's something to do than just hold your beer and, and talk, 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 talk. <laughs> well, you, you mentioned the life of the party. We got to talk about styles, AKA if you are a boy meets world fan, Oh, one of the most infamous characters wow. in Boy Meets World history will shock you, Mr. Mac himself. Great pull by center. you because I had no idea. and You, you pulled it immediately. Dude, I, I forgot. I did not see this. I was watching this. I'm like, where is this guy from? I know this guy. And then it hit me and I'm like, oh my God. Are you centered, Bad Way? Bad Way, are you not, centered? I was not centered. Was Mr. Not. Mac himself. Would you be friends with this guy, Styles? Uh... I I don't think so. He seems like too much of a dick. Like I feel like I'd see right through him. I don't know. Can't trust a guy like this. He seems a little slimy, doesn't he? Yeah. Do you think he was using Scott, especially after he turned into a werewolf? Oh yeah, absolutely. So like it's weird because he is he's kind of a good friend to Scott, but he's also definitely using the werewolf of him for sure. Like he makes him feel normal because Scott, it's the first guy that he came out to, right? Right. For lack of a, for lack of a better term. He showed his werewolfism to, to to Styles, and Styles' reaction could have made or break Scott's security or insecurity. Sure. And he called him beautiful, and that's and that's great, isn't that? The nice? Friendship is beautiful, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. you know why he's beautiful, man? I told you he saw the dollar signs. Yeah, he saw he's dollar signs. Merch. He saw he's making yep. wolf mobiles. He's gonna make a lot of. He's the equivalent. You mentioned this. We talked about Encino Man. There's a lot of parallels here. This is Dave. Sean Aston Rudy yep. using Linkovich Chamofsky as a prop to become popular. Yeah. Now, they were already friends here, but it seemed very similar to me in that situation. 
Yeah, it definitely did. It seemed like he immediately thought, how can I use this to become more popular and rich, right? It just seemed, it seemed that way. It's almost like a Zach Morris and Screech relationship. Yes, it's very, very yeah. much like a Zach Morris Screech thing. Yeah. Well, how about the fact that he tried to get him to rob a liquor store or something? <laughs> yeah. What, you know, what, what, I wanted what was to, even going on there? I wanted to ask about that specific scheme. Is that Does that hold water? No. To hold a toy gun in your pocket, not mention the gun, but make it clear that you have one, but also pay for the beer. It's not robbing. Hey, you're last for a legal expert. Isn't there something about brandishing a firearm? There, you, you mentioned this in one of uh, our old episodes. There's like it, a, a law. Is it brandishing if, if it's never shown? I thought that there was something about using a prop weapon, and I thought okay. you mentioned this on one of our episodes. We have to forget, go back. The, forget the plastic gun. What if you use your hand and point it in the gun? Hey, man, like did you ever see the, the chase with, with Charlie Sheen? Yeah. When he uses a candy bar? I think it was a yeah. Butterfinger, right? Yeah. He robbed the, robbed the place and took the girl? Yeah. Well, no, but he was a criminal. It, but it's not robbery if you pl- if you pay for the for the for the beer, right? <laughs> he but he used the weapon. Like he paid for it, but the fact that he threatened, there's something with a threatening uh, of a weapon. Threaten. But if it's, it's but but again, if you throw the plastic gun away and use your finger gun, like that's not even a weapon. That's your I'm finger. pretty sure that you said uh, terroristic look, threats was you, be No, the, no, you can't uh, it's not your fault if the the beer salesman assumes you have a gun. It's implied. Uh, but that's that's you know that's up for the law to decide. Depends on your defense lawyer. I need you as my lawyer. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> I mean, there's, uh, one can reasonably say that I was I just had my hand in my pocket. I would say I paid for the beer. I didn't steal the beer. Here's here's how you get away with it. Here's here's how. After you're done, you pull your hand out and you show that it was just your hand. But if yeah. you leave with a hand in your pocket, that's a gun until it's not a gun. If you leave with that plastic water pistol in your pocket, yeah. That's a real gun until it's, okay. until it's a water pistol. So if you take so, it out and you go, just kidding, then okay. you're good. So so the transaction's done. You have your keg. You take yeah. your right hand out of your pocket and say, bye. Yeah, you show kidding. that you have nothing. You show you have nothing. Then you're good. Yeah. But then the guy kicks your ass. Yeah, he takes the beer back. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he kicks your ass. Yeah. That's probably true. Oh, the guy's an old. You know, he really wasn't going to kick your ass. That's when Steven Seagal walks in. <laughs> whip, whip, that's, how you get, that's how you get your neck snapped by Steven Seagal. <laughs> the convenience store. that is and that's how i got my next step by steven seagal (laughs) robbing a liquor store with a water pistol oh my god what about this guy this guy's an idiot because he trades in his his (laughs) crappy ass convertible for what like a like a delivery truck yeah it's like like a decommissioned ups truck i don't know what you want to call it yeah (laughs) it's it's like the worst trade ever the wolfmobile <laughs> did he did he buy it just so he could spray paint that on the side like what's, yeah. what's going it? on here i mean if you're look if all you're going to do is car surfing then all right yeah. that's better than the 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 uh, convertible okay i get it so he he didn't want to rely on scott's dad's work van to car surf so he had to buy a truck of his own that's what this was have you ever car surfed in your life i don't think so no uh i did have someone on the hood of my car you know him Oh yeah, and he ripped of the your, pod, and he ripped my windshield wipers off. If you're listening, you know. So someone has ridden on top of on on the hood of my car. And the wild <laughs> thing is, you guys were driving home to my house. Yeah. To, I think you dropped my brother off, and I wasn't even there, and I missed this event. Oh, you were so there. That's I wasn't okay. even in the car at that. I at thought that you were moment. there. I, no, I would tell the story that you're there, but okay, I, you I missed. There. I missed yeah. this. I know that it happened for yeah. sure. But he was not car surfing, unless you're no. standing on the hood. I don't know what he was doing. It was pretty dangerous. But. <laughs> 
He survived. <laughs> didn't you have to Ace Ventura that? One after? time, yeah, because I didn't get it fixed for a while because I was poor <laughs> high school student. I was driving home and it started raining. <laughs> I had to stick my head out of the window to see. <laughs> it was pouring rain all the time. Poor, poor, poor high school students. That is the equivalent of a poor high school student. I, I don't even know if it was poor more than lazy. Like I just didn't get it well, done. I just didn't get it done, and then it finally it rained. Man, I'll tell you what though. I've not gone car surfing, and I feel like it seems to be one of the most dangerous things that yeah. you could do. Yeah. Someone, how many kids have died imitating this? Do you uh, think? Too many. Dozens? Too many. A dozen? Dozens, hundreds, loads, yeah. lots. Loads, lots, lots tons. Lots. <laughs> what, about, what about the fact that when he was, I'll tell you how bad of a friend he was. When he was quitting basketball, he's talking about the investment that he's got. Like, mm. where, where's this guy getting this merch? Like, who is his <laughs> yeah. t-shirt guy? Who's his t-shirt guy in 1985? It's not like you could just like, you know, have a friend that's reprints, right? Threadless. You yeah. go on, uh, go on Redbubble, yeah. yeah. Whatever the hell this is, he's so got we, buttons, he's got stickers. Would you rock that shirt? That that purple? They sell them, you know. I like that shirt. I that think that purple Teen cool. Wolf shirt. I liked it. Yeah. I like the logo because the wispy hair becomes. Yeah. It's a very, very easy to make logo. There, put it that way. You just make some wispy hairs, and I think it looks right. <laughs> and you know, just take the hair out of the the crying hair out of my out of my shirt. That's all. Yeah. I, all I yeah. ask. Shave that. What about the girls in his life? So you mentioned Boof earlier. Dude, Is she supposed yeah. to be like friend zoned? What What's their yeah. relationship? The Boof character just baffles me because isn't she like very cute? Right? Oh yeah, I I thought she was. I was like, dude, what are you doing? She likes you. Yeah, she likes you, and she seems well, she, cool. She's not even hiding it, right? No, yeah. she was but, very outright, yeah. obviously into him. Yeah, she's she's very friend zoned to him. So apparently, they've been friends since they were five or whatever. They talk about it. And maybe that's just the way it is. You know, he sees her as a sister. I Maybe that's the way it goes. I don't know. To me, it seems like people like that are very lucky, right? Yeah. Or, or either that or maybe not adventurous, but like if you find the love of your life because you were neighbors when you were five years old and you just grow up together and be best friends, like isn't that just being lucky? Yeah, it is. It is. Or, or is it that you just didn't weren't adventurous? Hey, the stars align bad way. The stars aligned, like, found the love of his yeah. life. We talk about soulmates. Everyone's got a soulmate. But like, is that really your soulmate because you just, you happen to grow up next door to him? Or is it just because of proximity? Like, what is it? I mean, it depends, I, be, I guess. I don't mean to be philosophical here, but like, how do you find your soulmate? It's all about proximity and meeting someone in a certain place at a certain time. Some call it serendipity. Some call it soulmates. I don't know. If, you know, your soulmate is when you walk out and she's playing pick up basketball with your dad in in the driveway. Yeah. I mean, that's Dude. that's a soulmate right there, right? It, which, what was that weirder for? For her <laughs> or for the dad? Or for Scott. Okay, imagine the your your wife, right? Yep. If your wife, just like without you, just went over to your dad's house and played basketball one-on-one with him, who would you be more mad at, her or your dad? <laughs> but, but if I was into her, then it would be, all right, thanks, dad. But if yeah. it if I wasn't because it seemed like Scott wasn't into her, yeah, it was almost like, oh, dad, come on. Like maybe she inserted herself in the situation or maybe he it seemed as if in this moment the dad was trying to get Scott to yeah. date Booth. So maybe maybe the meeting of the both of them was to plot to try to get Scott to be into her. I think so. Right. But like I feel like there's a little too touchy feeling going on it with is. the game of basketball the way they were playing. Right. Yeah. It's a little weird. In my a little opinion. weird. It's a, it's a little weird. I don't like it. 
And then he had to walk her home and he did not want to do it. Yeah. But it was clear she was cool. He's too into this idiot Pamela. Yeah, she was cool. I mean, I know it's like you can't yell at the guy because it's the movie, but like, yeah. Boof was clearly the right choice. They're definitely the the best match, right? Yeah, besides the fact that her name is Boof, like that is not a good nickname for a girl. I'm sorry. It's, I think it's Lisa Boof Marconi, yeah. but I want to call her Macaroni. Le- yeah. Lisa Macaroni. Lisa Macaroni. I would I would have thought like her name was Boofarelli or something. Boofarelli. For, to be named, uh, like for at least to have a logical reason that her name was Boof. I but. saw something. It was one of the significant others of one of the people involved in the movie or something. It was like their high school sweetheart or, so, yeah. or something like that. But what about Pamela? Because I just I gotta tell you, like I was just not into Pamela at all. I know no. it's very like 1985, but even for 85, like I'm going Boof all the way. I'm yeah. sorry. I would choose Boof too. If I had to choose, I, w- I would, I would ask Boof out before I asked Pamela out. And even though Pamela's like, oh, the more quote unquote traditional, oh, it's the blonde. Oh, but no, I don't know. She seems like a handful, you know, she's thinks she's a good actress. She's not right. She's dating this jerk from another school. Who we don't know is a jerk or not. We'll see about that. Yeah. But I don't know. She just seems like a bad person. Like it's the typical guy wants the girl that's bad for him over the girl that's right in front of his face. Typical, yeah. typical story. One, I mean, we need to talk about her and we got to talk about Mick, but I'll, I'll say about Pamela, like the biggest violation to me. And as I was watching, I haven't seen this in a long time. So just for anyone listening, the history of me in this movie is I've seen it a few times, but it's not like an iconic movie from growing up. So I didn't remember a lot when I was watching this. Yeah. And when she was at the bowling alley with him and they yeah. were like on a date and Mick was bowling like three lanes over. Yeah. That's like if you took my wife on like a date at the bowling alley and you're like bowling with her and I'm bowling awkwardly three lanes away. Like I'm yeah. not hanging out with you guys. It looks it's like weird, right? it looks like that she's cheating on you, right? Yeah. It's a so, weird thing. I thought it was weird that he didn't confront her immediately. Well, like, and, what's and going she, on? Why are you with this guy? And this she hooked up with him. And then he yeah. was like, oh, yeah, you know, where it's, she's like, no, I'm still with him. You can't blame yeah. him. He is my boyfriend. I'm like, what? <laughs> Very mixed signals. And she's like touching him, touchy feely at the bowling alley, kissing him. She, he's doing the whole here. Let me teach you how to bowl move. You know, I, I don't know if we can talk about this, but what's it? Oh, I mean, can we oh, talk I about know. it? Yeah, yeah, please ask. What's me. Ask what's me. it like to, you know. With a wolf. I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> For lack of well, any implication. It's, it's like, not It's not what's it like. My question is, why does she want it so much? Yeah. I guess it's the, the she, unknown. A wild experience. <laughs> like, what's, like, it's a beast. I'm imagining, like, It's a beast are- man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining, like, shelves being ripped down. Yeah. Like, all kinds of injuries. Like, cuts. I mean, Cuts. he he made out with her as Scott. He made out with Boof in a closet as Scott, and he yeah. ripped her back up because he got too excited. What's going on here? I don't know, man. It's not good. I just says something about her that that she wanted it so bad, right? You're right. He is a beast. Yeah, it's a beast man. That's, a, <laughs> that's all I can say about that. Yeah. That's all yeah. I can say about that. But I got to say this about Mick. So I don't want to bust out the villain scale because it doesn't really apply to him. Because no. honestly, he he's. Just having his girlfriend cheat on him is what this guy is doing, and he's mad about it. And he's trying yeah. to win a basketball game, in my opinion. His he's point not, of view, he's he's a jerk, but he's not a villain. Right. right? Yeah. But even is he really a jerk? Because he didn't, I mean, he kind of made fun of Scott a little bit. He calls him but, freak all the time. I mean, that's kind of jerk talk. Well, 
But that was after he started going after his girl. In the yeah. beginning, he just fought him in a basketball game. I mean, games he's, get heated. He's, he's competitive. Just aggressive, he's an aggressive basketball player. I mean, yeah. we can't hold that against him. He's, he's trying maybe, to win. He's their enforcer. You know, he's trying to win the do. game, right? Yeah. In, in the words yeah. of a famous man, you play to win the game. That's all. Yeah. That's all he's trying to do. Yeah. But I have a question about this guy. Like, how old is he? Oh, at least twenty. Michael J. Fox was 24 at the time of filming. This guy looks like he was 45. No, I mean like in like movie world, Michael yeah. J. Fox is 17. How old this is guy's Nick at, the This guy's at least 20. I think they mention it in the movie where the, the other friend goes, you know, he's 20 years old. You know, he's still in high school only because he served time. So, <laughs> But like what what is the eligibility rules of high school basketball? Like there's no red shirting, freshman yeah. situation like college question. football. What, can you play till you're 30? Like you should be allowed. I don't know. You shouldn't be allowed, but maybe you can play if you're part of the school. Like, imagine LeBron James. Just like, what if he just couldn't pass high school? So, and he just kept this. he kept playing basketball as he got older and more physical, and the kids just kept getting younger. So, the, you think there's ever been a technique where a guy just on purpose keeps failing so that he can Ooh. play and dominate? I like that. You know, in football, it makes a lot of sense, like especially when you think about like Texas football or something like that, yeah. where they want to win the championship all the time. I don't know where the biggest basketball schools are in the, in the high school level, like the non-college level. You got to assume the guy's not good enough for college, but yeah. he's just going to wreck a bunch of high schoolers because obviously mm-hmm. the best ones are going to want to get to the pros as fast right. as possible. But this guy just wants to play till he's 30. Yeah. He's just playing and failing. That's a great point. Like imagine LeBron James, right? He He has an agent, right? But it's a secret. And the the high school slides money to the agent. The agent slides money to to the family. The racket. So so the kid keeps failing on purpose, but keeps playing playing for the team and racking up championships. Oh yeah. And then by the time he turns twenty one or so, he's eligible to be drafted by the NBA. And then he doesn't even have to go to college. He just keeps failing high school. Then finally, when he gets the okay from the agent, he passes high school because he could do it the whole time. It was just a ruse. That's like that's a that's a sneaky good uh, situation. Dude, like get it. call up Hollywood. We got to get this get this yeah. thing written because I feel like yeah. we got it. We got something here. But I, I have another question about this guy, and it's more about him and Pamela. And yeah. the question is, can you date the star player from another school, or is that a violation as someone that's involved in your school? Now it happens, obviously, right? Sure. But she's technically rooting for the wrong team, isn't she? Or is she rooting for him, the player, but the Beavers to win? Like, what's that dynamic like? You know, it's kind of weird. Like, if you think back to, like, our high school experience or whatever, right? We're close to a lot of high schools. It's just a town over, you know, 10 right. minutes away, 15, 20 minutes away. But when you're in high school, doesn't it seem like a lifetime away? It does. Like, if you, to be friends with people from another school, not that it'd be frowned upon, it just seems to be like, why it just seems like effort to be so far away it does like to to be in another school to have to travel 20 minutes which is not long at all at all but it seems like why like you have 600 kids in your class here like why would you be friends why would you start befriending people from you know 20 minutes away i mean let alone, unless you let alone date a guy or a girl that's true and and you could date and well you know why she dated him there wasn't a star basketball player on the right. Beavers. Yeah, she wanted a winner. She wanted a winner. <laughs> she needed the winner. Yeah. So that that's. I mean, I guess there was no eligible, and Styles is not her style. So I guess right, she's right. got to do that. But I, I just find this whole concept interesting because school spirit, man, is a thing. I mean, everybody that sure. has been in high school understands this. 
a lot of times you hate the rivals. Now these dragons were pretty nasty. So she's rooting for this team. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I don't get it. So, and then also Mick, he's got to go hang out at this loser school, in his opinion. He's 20 years old. Yeah. He's hanging out with a bunch of bums at this crappy gymnasium dance. This guy doesn't want to be there. Oh, well, well, did you notice at the party, he like went and got Pamela and like he was not, he was not ready to stay for, for a minute. He was like, let's go. We're going. Yeah, he's up off to a college party. He was probably off to the other party, yeah, or off to a bar somewhere because you know he's he's le- he's he's legal. You know it. I just find this whole concept interesting. Like, I don't know if it actually. Works it seems odd. Not. It does seem odd. Just just because maybe I don't know. You know, we weren't the most popular kids at school. No, I mean, we weren't total geeks. <laughs> but it just seems odd to be to search out friends from other schools just because like you're you spend so much time with everyone in your school. You think that's enough, right? Yeah, I agree. So that she's going out there and she's dating this this dude from another school. It just seems like she's disconnected from the school as well. She doesn't seem like she has any friends. No one's talking to her. She's acting in this play by herself. There's no other. She has no other co-stars. Like I don't know what's going on here. With yeah, this what play. is it's a one man show here? It's yeah, like some what's going weird on Broadway here? thing. Yeah. And then she introduces him, and yeah, I mean, we didn't even talk about that. That the casting director guy, yeah. he wanted the wolf, and like he wants the wolf in the play. Yeah. Is her character is so weird? Like she has no friends. Like she's not. She doesn't talk to anyone in this movie besides Scott and Mick. That's it. Yeah, she sits on the bench by herself. That's it. And she's disgusted by Scott until she shows him his wolf dick or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's the only time she got excited about him. But what you know, and to think about him, like why is he even attracted to her? Because for all intents and purposes, like she seems like a terrible person. Yeah, she it's doesn't really you know, it's like, you know, you don't you don't know what you got. You know, he, he sees he sees the blonde and he's like the classic typical eighties gotta have the gotta have the long haired blonde. But typically they're offering something like, oh, they're popular. Like she's popular. She's not popular. She? Yeah. Well, she is, but she isn't. I don't know. She's popular because she's cute or whatever. They needed to give her more of the Mean Girls vibe. Yeah, she, she needed an entourage like a of click. girls. Yeah, she needed she a click. She didn't have them. She didn't have a click. I, I think that's a miss for this movie. But yeah. uh, you mentioned this to me a couple of weeks ago, but I think this is a great idea. And I, I found this online. We used to talk about this on our old podcast, Bauer Hour, but the Golden Closet. If you remember the Golden Closet, they used to yeah. sell movie memorabilia and props. And I found that the Beverly Hill, there was a Beverly Hills pawn shop bought this jersey that Michael J. Fox wore, the, the Beavers one that was basically drenched in sweat Ugh. and hair and all kinds of crap. <laughs> drenched it, in hair. It sold for, to this pawn shop. Do you know how much money it would actually, instead of that, how much would you be willing to pay for this jersey? For a boy's small a jersey? Beavers, yeah, small, yeah. extra small. The extra small jersey because Michael J. Fox had to fit in it. Game Ward, Michael Fox, I don't know. I'd pay 100 bucks. It went for 30K. That's ridiculous. And that's, I mean, this is like a big deal. I mean, yeah. you, you talked about this, like we should start talking about, is there one thing from the movie yeah, what would you that buy? you would buy? I would not pay for that. I want the yeah. van. That's what I want. Or the the, the, the Babe yeah. Mobile or whatever the hell the thing's called. There's a couple things. I don't know. Like the, what are you looking at? Dick Nose t-shirt that Styles has. <laughs> that's a good one. It's a ridiculous shirt. Like I know that you could buy it wherever you want. Like to have the original, that would be cool. Scott's Letterman jacket, which That's I think is pretty one. iconic. That's pretty iconic. I would pay five hundred dollars for that jacket, <laughs> the real one. And uh, I don't know. Also, maybe Styles is convertible. 
which is kind of it's a shitty car, but I kind of like it. That thing's in like a junkyard somewhere. It's got like it's like a seven colors. It's like, it's like a Chrysler LeBaron. Like, yeah, it's like a Chrysler or a Buick or something. It's not cool in any way, but I kind of like it. I don't know. Man, I, I don't know. I feel like you, you mentioned this to me when we talked about it and you brought up Jones the Dolphin. The fact that we could have bought that thing, man. I, yeah. I would have loved to have if that. If only we do. Before we get out of here, let's talk about the final game. So we got the Dragons and the Beavers, two of the weirdest team names I've ever heard of a weird movie basketball. Really, really odd. Yeah. Universe. The way this game ends, so he stopped being the wolf. He was quitting the team and all this stuff. He kind of came of age, as we would say. Sure. I thought it was a little weird about how the game ended on free throws. Most of the shows or movies are like a crazy anti or crazy climactic three-point shot or some crazy layup or a drive or something, especially in a basketball movie. But... Maybe I'm crazy to think that, and maybe it's better to end it on free throws. What do you think would have been a better ending? Do you like the way it ended and the way that they won? I, you know, I like the I like this. I mean, I don't have I wouldn't change it. I like the drama of the free throws, and I thought it was a good bookend because the movie started with him shooting free throws. I liked that it was the end of the game and how Mick was just staring daggers at him from under the basket, which is totally not allowed. Like that's. I like that you, you get off the court. You can't have that guy stand like standing there. That's everyone else is off the court because it's the end of the game. Like, why does that guy get to stand there and you know basically try to distract him? He's still his girlfriend. He's allowed. I don't like it. The ref knew. No. But if if I were to change the ending, like would it be so much to like like say, let's say Scott's driving to the lane and Mick's about to foul real hard, and like right as he's jumping, he turns into the wolf midair. <laughs> And does like a crazy dunk on, and like he breaks the backboard on that top of That would have been guy, awesome. Right? Like NBA but, Jam style? Yeah, yeah. Like he breaks the backboard and ends the game and like he wins the game. Do it like that. But that would that would take away from the whole coming of age and like the message of Scott being comfortable in his own skin and this and that. Like that's the message they wanted to send, I'm sure. But if we wanted to get the wolf one more time to shine, we could have done that. Yeah, I guess they didn't want to show it because he was done with the wolf, but I would have liked yeah. that much better, I think. So, yeah, right? I know what to do. I think I that would have been better. I and I, I also just, you know, maybe another random thing was, I just thought it was weird how they all just kind of got good at basketball. And like, did yeah. his wolf skills transfer over? Like, he had hyper training because he yeah. trained as some star athlete, and yep. then it transported that power to everyone else and himself like did he get good at basketball or did he unlock confidence that he didn't have before what was that yeah it was the leadership the leadership that got everyone else going i mean francis learned figured out he could shoot because maybe he could shoot all along he just never tried because he was not confident that coach sure ain't helping anybody so no, he was drawing up <laughs> plays he wasn't doing anything what do you think their practices they were doing man yeah you're right probably nothing just shoot nothing. around they're playing horse that's they're playing practice. horse. They, they were they were helping coach with his taxes. That's, that's yeah. what they were doing. <laughs> He's finding ways to coach them on that. Yeah. This will help you guys become men. Learn how to yeah. do taxes. Yeah. And and just before we also end, I gotta say this is the sweatiest I've ever seen anybody in a yeah. basketball game ever. It's gross. It's so gross. They're dumping buckets of water yeah. on these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Who's their water boy? They're I've really never been this fun. sweaty in my life. Yeah. I've I've played basketball for four straight hours. I've never sweat like that. Maybe I'm not doing it right. I don't know. They've been not playing hard enough. <laughs> Play harder, man. Turn into a yeah. wolf. Yeah. So what do you think the lessons of this movie are before we get out of here? What do you want to leave the people with? Be comfortable in your own skin. Be yourself. That's what's really cool. 
That's what you got to do. I think that's very well put. Being comfortable in your skin, Scott, learning, coming of age, becoming becoming a man, a were, a were man, a werewolf man, the wolf man himself. Realizing that Boof is the one for him. Seeing what was in front of him all along. Yeah, I think it's a good movie and it's a good message. And I enjoyed watching it. And I'm glad that you suggested this one. Yeah. So thanks for, thanks for bringing this one up. This sure. was a good time watching it. Yeah. If you guys enjoyed the movie, definitely let us know. Send us an email, thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. Leave a comment on the episode's page on YouTube or on the website. Check us out on Twitter at The Last Row Pod, Facebook.com slash The Last Row Pod, Instagram. And if you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser. Thanks to everyone that left us one so far. We'll be back in two weeks on Thursday, February 23rd. And on that note, see you later. Oh! So is it illegal? Yes. <laughs> I mean, do you want to do you want to ask it? No, I think that was the perfect way to do it.